Welcome to Moving Forward. I'm your host, Lynn Swanner. On this podcast, I'll interview forward-thinking Christian school leaders and educators on best practice, innovative approaches, and new opportunities in Christian education. Today's podcast features Phil Paleo, superintendent of the Christian School Association of Greater Harrisburg, an organization that oversees both Harrisburg Christian School and West Shore Christian Academy in the Pennsylvania capital. I talk with Phil about the process of bringing these two schools together, the promise that mergers and acquisitions have for Christian school sustainability, and lessons he's learned about collaboration that apply to the COVID-19 crisis. So Phil, thanks so much for joining us today. Thanks, Lynn. It's great to be here. Yeah, so as you know, this podcast, it's focused on innovative ideas for Christian education and really talking with people who are moving schools forward with those kinds of ideas. And, you know, certainly in light of what's happening today with COVID-19 over the last few weeks, the question about how schools innovate has become even more pressing and I think more real in the lives of our leaders and our teachers and uh, Phil, as you know, we'd scheduled this podcast before the COVID-19 crisis yeah. and, you know, now able to actually record it. And the reason we had scheduled it is I get a lot of questions from schools about mergers. You know, do I know schools that have done it successfully? What are some of the key things they've worked that have worked well or things they've learned? And so um, I had invited you to come on to talk about the story of your experience with merging schools, what you've learned. And I honestly think it's probably even more relevant and timely in light of the challenges that our schools are facing right now. So I will definitely ask you before the end of the podcast how your school's responding to COVID-19. I know you had shared with me really some of the learning that you gained during the merger prepared you well for it. So we'll get into that for sure because I'd like to explore that. Um, But just to start out with some background Can you just give us briefly the story of the merger in kind of a factual way? Uh, Tell us what schools were involved, kind of lay out the timeline for us and and tell us where they are today. Yeah, absolutely, Lynn. And I I really appreciate the opportunity to to talk about Christian school collaboration, and in particular mergers, acquisitions, partnerships. So let me begin on January 1st, 2017, the Christian School Association of Greater Harrisburg, which was doing business as Harrisburg Christian School, officially acquired West Shore Christian Academy, a ministry of Bible Baptist Church. And the couple of key things you need to hear in that is, is first, it was an acquisition. So that's a legal term for where one school simply acquires another. And the other thing you have to hear, it was a acquisition of a church-run school and so you could imagine if someone approaches you and says, I want to buy your youth group. And so that, you know, the youth group isn't for sale. It's, it's actually part of the church. And, and so that adds a, an added level of, of complexity. But it didn't really start January 1st, 2017. There had been conversations even a decade before. There are five Christian, school, Christian high schools in the greater Harrisburg area, about 15 miles apart from each other. And so there were conversations among administrators in the past, and we even got all five Christian school boards in a room once to talk about a collaborative effort. Could we, could we centralize the high school? Could we work together? And the problem was that it was too hard. One, one school withdrew from, from consideration because they had a different educational model, and 
another withdrew because the river, Susquehanna River in this area is the Great Divide and didn't want to cross over the river. One withdrew because they had a pastoral change and the fourth withdrew because they had such an insurmountable uh, financial debt. There was really no way to, to bring the schools together. But one of the things out of it, Harrisburg Christian School developed a passion and a desire and even a strategic initiative to collaborate with other Christian schools. So in the summer of 2016, we got word that West Shore Christian Academy was struggling financially and that the church was thinking about dissolving the school or or didn't know what to do with the, the school. And, and that relationship between that school and, and the church was, was strained. So we reached out and said, hey, can we have a conversation? Maybe there's an opportunity to do what folks have dreamed about so for so long. And that was to bring two schools together and, and kind of operate as one. And so it, it started with some early meetings in the summer with the pastor, an elder, a board president, the board president of West Shore Christian Academy, myself, simply to go over some some really basic things. Are our statement of faith uh, similar? Are they compatible? Are the are the core values and the vision and the purpose for doing something like this could they could they be unified? And we worked through a due diligence process. That started, we had to write a legal agreement. It was entitled Letter to, of Intent to, to Acquire. And with that, we, we had to kind of build trust pretty, pretty quickly. There were challenges in that, you know, the river at, in the Harrisburg area really serves as a divide. So there's some East Shore, West Shore view of one another. Uh, Harrisburg Christian School and West Shore Christian Academy were actually rivals. Uh, are still rivals as it relates to sports and athletics. And then the Bible Baptist community was concerned. They were concerned about whether Harrisburg Christian School, you know, was the right school to connect with. Were we stable enough to acquire their school? And and then there was concerns of almost a sense of loss. This is our school. We we'd love to be able to keep it, but the financial challenges were were pretty tough for them. So after a series of a lot of group meetings, the church voted in December to allow Harrisburg Christian School to acquire West Shore Christian Academy. The formal agreement um, that was developed in the fall was an asset purchase agreement with a rental agreement. And so we call that the acquisition Bible, uh, not to be sacrilegious in any way, but it is a uh, it's probably 200 some odd pages and a pretty extensive legal document. Um, but after the vote to allow us to acquire West Shore Christian Academy, we had to turn around pretty quickly three weeks later and actually unite as one Christian school district. And I would tell you that was crazy. I would never turn around and do it mid-year ever again, but because of the financial concerns and the impending financial concerns, we had to kind of do it, do it kind of quickly. So I think it was December 27th that we signed the agreement, and on January 1st, we became one Christian school system, and on January 5th, we had to re-sign all of the West Shore Christian Academy 
teachers to contracts because the one the contract for the one organization didn't exist anymore and so they needed to be under our contract and then we had to turn around and pay them a couple of days later so that was a, a whirlwind of excitement to start the acquisition but if i fast forward three years later we are operating as a private unified christian school district in the greater harrisburg area the capital region of the fifth largest state in the United States. And today I can tell you we're relatively stable and we are, we are unified, neither of which has come easily. We have a unified board that contains both members from Harrisburg Christian School and West Shore Christian Academy. Uh, that we tell them though, when they come on the board, they are CSAG, Christian School Association of Greater Harrisburg board members. And they have to think unified as it relates to building Christian school education. But three years later, the statement of faith is the same. Mission statement is the same. Vision statement, core values, they're all the same. There's one superintendent. There's several district level employees. Our policies and our handbooks are now the same. Our school calendar is the same. We do professional development together. We have a unified math and science curriculum with plans of unifying all the disciplines so that there's one district curriculum, obviously giving teachers some freedom to how to operate and carry out those objectives, but one single unified curriculum. We share staff, shared teachers. Uh, we participate in high school and middle school spiritual emphasis retreats together between schools. This year, we're doing something new this spring. Lord willing, if we get back to school, we will field our first unified sports team. Our varsity boys baseball teams will be unified. And I have to tell you, through COVID-19, we have reaped the benefits of being a unified system through a unified crisis response team and unified communication strategies is, is really important. You know, you and I were chatting before the podcast and uh, we talked about the fact that it was functionally an, an acquisition, but you said something really interesting that culturally it, it was a merger and that's the way that it had to be done culturally. I'm wondering if you could talk a little bit about that because it seems that the logistics obviously of managing the business operations, the instructional operations of two schools is one thing, but, uh, and not an easy thing but shaping a unified culture is, is another thing. So any thoughts, reflections on that? So though it's legally an acquisition, how you approach another school community was really important to us, especially coming from the roots that, hey, we were athletic rivals and that's really where we connected the most through competition. And so we decided really early on that we were not just simply going to lay over top of West Shore Christian Academy all that Harrisburg Christian School was, but that we were going to look and determine what are the best practices at both schools. And while we're making changes, let's look at other schools around the country, including schools that have maybe uh, attempted the same uh, cooperation or collaboration. And, and so really, we, we went about building relationships. And, and that centered in large part about the superintendent or me, 
you know, making sure I was a presence over in the, the acquired school, right? So being out in Carline, uh, making sure I talked with key constituents and key faculty and so forth. And so it was really important that when we would make changes, really determine, okay, is this, are we just making this because Harrisburg Christian School acquired West Shore Christian Academy? Or are we making this decision because it's, it's best? And I will tell you, if I've learned anything, it's that culture eats strategy for lunch. And uh, the words of, I think Peter Drucker said it, and he is so right, you know, because it's hard. I mean, even in acquisition or a merger, it's change. And most folks, they like the outcome of where it may be going, but they don't like the process necessarily to get there. Great. So, you know, you just mentioned the word collaboration and, you know, I've heard you speak before about your passion for, for Christian schools to collaborate. And uh, you've talked about it as a belief that the only way that schools are going to face the challenges successfully we have today is through collaboration. So can you share a little bit about your, that, this belief that you have? The problem is when I look at the landscape of, of education, it screams for collaboration, right? The reality out there is the cost of education is rising faster than family income. At the same time that we see biblical worldview declining in our churches and in our Christian community, and and I would say don't take my word on it. I mean, economists are saying that education may be unsustainable at its current, current price and cost and people's ability to pay for it and, and government's yeah, that's, ability that's to... even before what's been happening the last the last few weeks. Oh, ab- absolutely, absolutely. And, and George Barna is talking about worldview issues and that, that kids and as a result of family issues and church issues are having less and less of a biblical worldview. And if that doesn't scream for the Christian church to get together and rally behind Christian education and for Christian schools to rally together. And and so industry does this all the time, right? When they're facing challenges, they'll collaborate, they'll acquire another business and so forth. And I've always said, why, why not Christian schools? And I firmly believe John 17 uh, calls us to a pretty high level of unity. Jesus uses the comparison. He wants us as believers to be as unified as he and his father are. And while that is that is theologically correct when we become followers of Jesus by Christ's grace and, and righteousness, it is absolutely deathly hard for here on the planet to do it. And what's interesting about Jesus' statement is he says, based on the unity of believers, non-believers will look and determine whether Jesus is who he said he was, and that's the Son of God. In fact, post-acquisition, in a conversation with a dear Jewish friend, and he said to me, he said, Phil, I am amazed that you were able to bring two Christian schools together. I never see Christian organizations work together. The second reason is, is that we educate with quality. All of us as administrators have a desire to provide our kids with a level of education that sometimes resources aren't available for. We have found that together we can do things better. We, we share teachers, we share equipment, we share curriculum, we share ideas, we share professional development opportunities. This whole 
transition to distance learning that we've experienced over the last couple of weeks. We were able to be successful at it in large part because of the work we've done with unifying our IT structures and expanding our IT department. The third area is financing with efficiency. And what that simply means is we had to get more sophisticated as a as an organization. So we hire, we're able to hire a chief financial officer. We are now, we now have a, a truer sense of how we do financially, and we have a better mechanism for conducting financial projections. We would not have been able to do that if not for elevating our financial office as a result of the acquisition. And then the last one is developing for sustainability. One of the things that we have found is we can also raise more money together. There are donors out there who wonder why are there so many Christian schools competing against each other? There are really significant donors who kind of get tired, if you will, of being asked by multiple Christian schools and wonder why they can't just work together. And so what we have found is it has actually excited donors. It has brought new donors into our community, and we have raised more money together than we ever did separately. And so ministering in unity, educating for greater quality, financing with efficiency, and developing for sustainability so that we can do this generation after generation. As you think back over the process of bringing these schools together, what are the, like the top two or three lessons you learned that you would share with other leaders who might be considering doing the same? Yeah, lots of lessons, lots of lessons, almost, almost daily lessons. Um, the first one I think I've already mentioned, culture eats strategy for lunch. That is correct. Trust is built through relationship. Trust is built on doing what you say you're going to do. And um, building culture and unity requires a great deal of personal effort. And personal effort is not just the administrator who's trying to do it. It's the administrator at both schools. It's the faculty at both schools. I'll never forget, we had our first association meeting, which is a collection of all the parents of, of the community where we um, brought both schools, school communities into a single room in order to share things that are going on at the school and highlight things and make some decisions. And we started it with a devotion on, on unity. And, um, and at the end of the meeting, I had someone come up to me and say, well, Phil, fantastic. We're unified now. We don't have to talk about unity anymore. And I kind of chuckled on the inside, thinking to myself, no, I think we'll talk about it early and often. And so uh, building culture, building unity is, is really important. Uh, another thing that's really important is vision is really important. Um, it's been said that vision isn't everything, but it is a really important thing. The scriptures say where there is no vision, people perish. I would think the opposite is also true, where there is vision, people prosper. And so we never stop promoting the unity, never stop promoting the vision of collaborative Christian education. 
probably the one I've personally learned the most from, and, and I don't mean to over-spiritualize this, is don't grow weary in doing well. Collaborating with another Christian school, bringing two Christian schools together is absolutely the right thing. It was the right thing for us. It's the beneficial thing in the short term and the long term. That doesn't mean it's not going to be hard and on some days extremely hard. But I think as our schools have matured, you know, we, we were forced to mature. I mean, every, every strength we have in one of our schools, usually you can trace it back to a person. The problem is as you scale larger, a single individual can't carry that strength like they did when it was a smaller institution. And so you have to replace what's done individually with what's done procedurally. And in that becomes great challenges, great frustrations, great opportunities. It's a mixture of different feelings and thoughts. But I would tell you that in the midst of it, there were opportunities all along the way to go, this is crazy, enough of this, you know, will this ever? And I got some great advice from an administrator in Louisville when he said, Phil, this is not going to be a one or two year thing. We've done this for over a decade and we still work at it. So if there are leaders out there who are listening, and I'm sure there are uh, who are just considering beginning to think about the possibility of joining schools. And by the way, I get requests on this every week. Uh, Do you know anybody? What would you suggest as someone we could talk to what advice would you give them just to get started? The first thing I would tell them is just get together. As administrators, we need someone else to talk to. And the administrator down the street at the other Christian school is a great person to, to talk with. But I'd call up that administrator who's down the street or in the town next door and say, hey, let's have some coffee. Let's talk about how we're dealing with the COVID-19 and Let's talk about our, you know, let's be real with each other about what's going well, what our frustrations are. And then I would broach the subject and start dreaming about what would it look like if God would choose to have our schools work more collaboratively together. It it may mean an acquisition or merger. It may just simply mean the sharing of some resources or the doing of professional development together. And so have the conversation. The work would be hard but it would be worth it. And I would begin to ask this, would God want our schools to work collaboratively together to make the education better, to demonstrate unity to our surrounding community and to be more sustainable both now and in the future? Would God choose to use us as Christian schools to come together and so it, it starts with the conversation. And uh, I think administrators around the country are doing that. Right now they're doing it virtually. But just extend that conversation to, is there a way to work together? You know, I see with the current disruption that we're experiencing with COVID-19, you know, it's interesting is we have a lot of schools racing to, of course, to, to implement distance learning and 
it seems to me really be critical for schools to be learning from one another and not just trying to, to go this alone. So I'm, I'm kind of expecting that as time goes on between the financial challenges and just the actual logistics challenges that this crisis is presenting that we have an even greater opportunity for Christian schools to collaborate. But as we think about your school's experience, and you mentioned this earlier, how did the lessons you learn help you to prepare for this? I know you mentioned the IT, but is it just the IT? Does it go deeper? How did that prepare you for this? Yeah, no, it it does go much deeper than IT. I mean, IT became because we had to unify the school's IT infrastructure, it did, did make it easier to transition to distance learning. But I would tell you, here's the number one thing, you, and you said it in your, your question or in your comment, schools reaching out to each other during this time of crisis. Here's what I get, and here's what my teams get every single day, the ability to reach out to a colleague. Right. So we have a crisis response team made up of principals from both schools, the IT person, the admissions person from both schools, a communication person that's doing some help. And so every single day we got the ability to talk with each other, to prepare our response, to expand our ideas and our thoughts. So our decisions are better. Our implementation is better our communication is better than it would ever have been if we were operating this by ourselves. Great. Well, Phil, thanks so much for being with us today. Thanks, Lynn. It's great. And I would I would offer certainly any administrator who would want to reach out. I, I don't mind talking about this. Uh, I'm passionate about it. I believe it's the future of Christian education in one form or fashion. And I'd love to have future conversations with individual administrators if they want to explore it. Wonderful. We'll be sure we always provide uh, contact information. So we'll make sure we have your email in our podcast notes. Fantastic. Thanks, Lynn. And for our listeners, thanks for joining us today as well. Please be sure to check the notes on this podcast for additional resources and references related to today's conversation. Podcast notes can always be found on the ACSI blog at blog.acsi.org. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe to the blog again at blog.acsi.org, or you can also subscribe on iTunes. While you're there, rate or review the show and spread the word on social media. Thanks for all that you do to move Christian education forward. 